It's time for Tuesdays at Top Golf with Austin Lane, Brent Martineau, and the Jacksonville Jaguars all-time leading scorer, Josh Scobie, sponsored by Top Golf. It's a heck of a week to have a name Josh. Yeah. You're trending on Sunday is my guess. It's it's not ever that great of a name because people call you Joshua at times. Um, is that your given name, Joshua? It is, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a cool name until you turn like seven. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, as an adult, when people call you Josh, you're like, yeah, whatever. I'm trying to think if I like know Aust anybody that goes by Joshua. No. You don't. No, I don't. But it's weird that, like, Stuart, you know, Stuart Weber, actually, yeah. sports jacks, goes by Stuart. He doesn't want to go by Stu. No, he does not like it. Like, then you sound like a soup. That's a good so, point. Yeah. A, 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 nice, <laughs> a nice hearty stew. Yeah. I don't know if that's his reasoning, but maybe well, we've got to the bottom of this. Well, what he, th what he told me was that his name not is the soup. Art. Yeah. But he, he told me the first time I, I called him Stuart was that his name is Art, and he appreciates it when it's Stuart. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. You, you appreciate a good art. I mean, don't it. don't call me Aus. So yeah, just call me Austin. We're good. But people do Aus. call you Aus. But people do call me Aus. Like your yeah. friends call you Aus, right? Yeah, well, uh, most of my friends call me Lane because usually we're on a last name basis. Okay. But some people call me Aus. Mo right. Mom calls me Aus. Yeah. There you go. Aww, like yeah. you gotta have some some kind of like you Big gotta Aus. have like key to the lane train. To, to call you off. Yeah, yeah. Now, the whole A-Train thing, now, that, that's only for the, 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 the few and the proud right there. That was a good nickname. I like that nickname. Yeah. yeah. It's Thank a fantastic you. nickname for yeah. football. But you could do both. Like, he, you know, Lane Kiffin has the Lane Train, but so yeah. could Austin. Yeah. He could do the A-Train and the Lane Train. The lane Train. Absolutely. Yep. Or 10. I mean, Austin. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Call you 10. Just call me 10. Yeah. Fred Martin, Austin Lane, and uh, Josh Scobie, or Joshua. Uh, the, <laughs> by the way, birthday guy today. It's happy birthday. Right, happy go, man. birthday. Fin you, finally 30? Yeah, man. I don't feel a day over 45. I'm actually oh. 34 today. So, well, happy birthday. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Glad you celebrate with us here at Top Golf. Yeah, I'd have it no other way. <laughs> <laughs> nice big thing of water here. Yeah, yeah, we got them nothing. Hanging out. All right. By no, the way, do you I like, need to call a waitress. Do you like nothing but cakes? You ever had them? Here we go. Bunt again. cakes? Nothing but like cakes. Have you ever had B-U-N-T-D, that yeah. bunt cake. I don't know if I've ever had bunt cake. Gosh, man, you gotta Pre get out. Like Next time you go out to the McDonald's. ball field, there you go down there, Beach, right, Boulevard. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go buy nothing bunt cakes and go nothing buy some, like little bite-sized ones. So okay. I feel like this is kind of like Brent's startup company that he's trying to promote <laughs> it's here. Not because, a, because listen, I wish I was invested in it. Twenty minutes of duration now. I'm sure so. Michael Buble is all <laughs> in on that one. <laughs> yeah, this is different. This is way better than Buble. Okay. I promise. I'll take your word for it. You a sweets guy? You like dessert? I'm more of a salty and less sweets guy. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a sweets guy, and this place is awesome. That's okay. what I'm trying to tell Nothing you. Nothing but cakes. All right. I'll check it out. Dude, after like... Uh, Just rolls off the tongue, doesn't After it? Jacob <laughs> like goes and throws a no-hitter or has a three-for-three three day, say, hey, man, you deserve this. Let's go get something. But really, you're doing it for yourself. Okay. But he's going to think that, like, that's what I was telling Austin. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you nothing but cakes as your birthday present, but yeah. it'd really be for me. But you didn't. I didn't because he can't get him anything. He's fighting in, like, that's 10 a good days. Point. Yeah. Okay, Brent, I'm just saying, though, like, if my son had, like, a big basketball game and then I was saying, hey, dude, we're not going to Dairy Queen. We're going to nothing but cakes. <laughs> he probably wouldn't be the most excited. He's like, what? He's like, nothing <laughs> Where but Where are cakes. we going? <laughs> I scored a triple-double, and you're giving me... A bun cake. 
Uh, I'll settle for a blizzard, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, put yeah. it, you put it in that context. Well, I mean, I'm just, you may have a point. Okay. But wait until he has them, all right? Okay. 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 I'll have to take your I mean, they're way better it. than going to Dunkin' and getting munchkins or something, all right? Yeah, those are garbage. <laughs> Unless they're a sponsor. Oh. No, nah, they're not. They're garbage. <laughs> they're not going to be anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brent Martineau, Josh Gobi, Austin Lane uh, here on a Tuesday. Tuesdays from Top Golf is what we call it. All right, man. I think seven out of nine or however many shows we've done of this, we talk kicking. Oh, gosh. Matthew, Every show has. By, by the way, Matthew Wright, not getting enough credit for the 55-yard kick. Absolutely. Plenty of lag there, Brent. Plenty of lag. Plenty of lag there. Well, out of about plenty. Well, there's enough. Yeah. It, and, and I'm telling you, I was sitting outside at that time. Yep. We looked up at the flags. Now, do it's, you look at the flags or do you look at the goalpost flags? Because the goalpost flags will not be moving. But the flags up top of the stadium will be, like, moving a lot. Yeah, it's tricky because y you don't know. Each stadium's different. You can go down on the field, and it could be, be completely opposite of what's going on up because the yeah. wind comes in, and we'll just kind of do a loop. And especially with the big scoreboards, it'll get – the wind gets knocked down, so it feels like it's hitting the scoreboards and then doing a loop. And that's why you have to do all of your homework, like, pregame, go out there, get a feel for it. And I was down there pregame, and the direction that he kicked that 55-yarder, it was going down. So the other direction where he missed the three in a row, it was blowing against him. Well, that's interesting because I kind of looked at the flags, and I thought it was the opposite. I thought of the 55-yard kick that it was kind of going against him. Yeah, so my rule of thumb there, and it can change, obviously, but the American flag that is in the north northeast corner okay whatever direction that's blowing the wind on the field is doing the opposite it, wow. really? so as a punter whenever you're hitting it higher it's going to ride that high wind down low for a kicker it's going to ride the low wind how about that yeah that is interesting it's but i it's can meteorologist that. josh scobie in the house well that makes sense though i well, mean as with it, the video boards in the stadium it yep. makes sense it would be different at the field level absolutely and, and it's very similar to where we are here I mean, if you hit one on the lower deck here at Top Golf, mm -hmm. the wind's not going to affect it as much. When we're up here, you hit it, the wind's going to take it and do whatever it wants with. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great. Yeah, that's cool. 55-yarder uh, though, he purposely kicked that low. He did to get the distance. Yes, right? absolutely. And we talked about it a bunch, and we know he doesn't have the strongest leg, but that one was really good. And yeah. I was on the side watching that one. As soon as he kicked it, I knew it was in. Um, so, I mean, that was a great kick, and fortunately, it was a, a field goal kicker's game. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, how many of those did you play in, in your career? Do you remember the— Quite a you few. Were, uh, you were yep. the— I, I remember the Baltimore game. I thought it was a 9-6 to six game, but it was a 12-7 game, the one 12, I remember. 7 2011, yes. Was that a four—that was a four-field goal four game, Four-field right? goal game, yep. Three, uh, three 50-plus yarders and one short one, and we won 12-7. to seven. What a flex. How about yeah. that? that it is still flex. ties the NFL record for the, the most 50-yarders in one game. Damn. Yeah. Tied. It'll are be broken one day. Uh, huh? are, are your cleats in Canton or something? They aren't. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I'm here for that game. Come on, Canton. Yeah. I mean, they, they have Agnew's cleats in the Canton. Right? You know what I would do? You know what I would do? I'd go back. This is, is what you should. You maybe have already done it, and maybe you're not on top here. But, like, if it's 54, 55, and 52, say there's five other guys tied with you, I'd see if theirs are, like, 50, 51, add and 50, up. and yeah. add them up the no, yardage. No. Yeah, but nobody had more yardage than me that day. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> not a bad idea. I might do it for you. Yeah. Mine <laughs> so. were 54, 54, 
51, I believe. Okay. Josh, That's in terms of your preparation when you're kicking a field goal, you talk about the wind. Were you one of those guys that like kind of grabbed the, the blade of grass and threw it up in the air to see where it was blown? Because that makes me Sometimes. look like a professional. <laughs> that, that's it, more it of makes a, it look like you know what you're doing when you do <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. That's more golf. Okay. Uh, but, no, I mean, honestly, as a kicker, you're standing on the sideline the entire time just gauging it, just yeah. kind of getting a feel for it, watching the flags, just feeling the wind. And once you go out there, uh, you're still kind of getting a feel for it. And then you start your approach, you're getting a feel for it. And then once you pick your spot, it's go from there. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, Then there's the other side of the field where Matthew Wright missed three kicks in a row. Yep. That was awkward. That was. Yeah, uh, that was tough to Has watch. that ever happened to you? It's never happened where I've missed all three of them the way he did. Um, it did happen at home one time where I attempted three in a row similar to what he did, and I missed one of them, and I made, fortunately made the last one. But I remember that. It felt like a bad dream. Like I'm kicking one, you know, you're nervous on the first one, and you have to attempt another one. You're nervous on the second one, more nervous. And then the third one, you're like, oh, my gosh, if I miss this, (laughs) then I look really bad. And I'm sure he was really nervous because on the third one, he kind of took like a stutter step. You saw that too, yeah. It was, I, and in fact, I was way up high uh, in like a suite visiting people at that time. So I saw that from the field. I mean, I mean, from the suite, I could see that. And I knew like once that happens, your timing is all messed up. And he Why did, does that did the same thing. It's basically nerves. I mean, you work on that so much in practice with the timing of the snap, hold, and kick. And he was just nervous. And he left a little bit early and... And missed the kick. And he pulled all of them to the third. All third three of them. Now, it yep. wasn't, do you think that was roughing the kicker? Now, Vaselli later told me, he said, roughing the kicker by rule in the NFL is the plant leg. You well, let's run. not listen to what he says, by the way, <laughs> because, number one, he's an anti-kicker. Of he's course. a kicker hater. <laughs> so don't ever listen. To, I don't care what the rule says. The way he was hit, it looked like roughing the kicker. I, I but thought so, too. it is written that it has to be the plant leg and not the kicking leg. So... I understand the way they called it, but he was hit pretty hard. I thought he was hit, like yeah. I thought he was lucky to be able to kick again. Like that's how hard he got yeah. hit. Also thought that guy offsides on that play. They didn't it, call offsides it, it on the play. It looked like that. I agree. And unfortunately, but meanwhile, just... you can't taunt the other sideline by walking near it some 40 yards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can run into the kicker yeah. who weighs 112 pounds. I know. Seriously, and you're about to rip off his leg. I'm glad he could just play the next couple plays. <laughs> Josh, you, you talked about, you know, feeling the pressure a little bit and nerves getting the best of you. I remember when we were in practice and, like, Del Rio would have a thing where we would all kind of, like, get over you and kind of like get in your face a little bit towards the end of practice, and we would, you know, we're dancing. We're, yeah. trying, to, we're trying to distract you. How much does that actually, uh, like, work in terms of prepping you for the game, or is it like a night and day difference between what happens at practice in terms of distractions and nerves and what happens in the game? It's, I mean, it's a good practice thing to do i mean it you really don't think about that stuff in the games yeah um i mean in practice you the guys yell things it's a lot more quiet yeah when you get in the game you hear the the crowd that kind of drowns out everything uh the one thing that you do hear is you know d linemen like yourself yep. that yell random things oh yeah uh, fun doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they'll fun say doing some that. things you're like oh my gosh that was <laughs> yeah <laughs> Would you yeah. ever say that in any other walk of life than what you just yelled at me? I've, I've had some things yelled at me that I'm... Uh, so afterwards, you know, when I make a kick, 
And I would just scream it back at him. You like, would? Yeah, she would have loved it. <laughs> and, like, run off the field. <laughs> I guess I never really thought about oh that. Oh, my. I'm sure you've heard some well, things yeah. being on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't think about it from oh. that point of view. Like, yeah. anything to distract, it makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> where's awesome. where, where's NFL films on that one? What do linemen say to kickers? I, when I always thought like NFL films. Just think about the stuff that they don't share. Oh, yeah. exactly. Right? I mean, yeah, NFL yeah. film. That must be a great edit like oh, that yeah. week. Gosh. That's yeah. a good point. They're probably like, we we cannot show this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will ruin his career. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, Boswell, by the way, last night had a kicker's dream: winning kick, recovered a fumble. And he also kicked like a 50-something yard. I didn't even watch. Yeah, he kicked, uh, he recovered a fumble on the kickoff. And that, that was a week, at, a week earlier, he got a <laughs> yeah. concussion. Well, good for him. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing, uh, I'm trying to throw a pass. Uh, yeah, that's, fake kick. that's why kickers should kick and not throw the ball. All right, you did the uh, first do ball. How was yeah. that? Speaking of being nervous. Oh, I have a f fantastic story with that one, by the way. <laughs> uh, I was not supposed to be the first Duval yesterday, uh, or Sunday, that is. Uh, it was supposed to be Jimmy Smith, and oh. they, they called me last minute and asked me to do it. Uh, so I agreed and went down there. Everyone, you know, all the former players that were there, which you should have been there. I'm not sure why you weren't there. Yeah, I, I told Brent I got invited, unfortunately, training for my fight coming up, so gotcha. I, I kind of went a little late, but yeah, I appreciate the invite. Well, they lined us up all on the goal line, uh, before the national anthem and whatnot, and they wanted me to come out to the 10-yard line and do the Duval. So I'm chatting with three or four other guys like, hey, what should I say? Should I do something dumb? Yeah. Should I say something? And they didn't really tell me exactly what to do other than <laughs> just do Duval. So I'm like, I'm going to say something. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I get the microphone, and I'm like, all right, Jacksonville, I know we're 1-6 and six or 1-7. and seven. I, don't, I don't care what we are. And then as soon as I say that, there's one of the production girls that's like five yards away from me, and she's got a microphone, and she's looking at me like giving oh. me the stink eye. She's like, no, stop. She's like, wrap it up. And I'm like, <laughs> so I get like tongue-tied. I'm like, let's send these Buffalo Bill. And then I get tongue-tied more. I'm like, let's send them home. Yeah. And I just go, Duval. Circle, <laughs> circle the wagons on this. Yeah. Go jump on a table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> put a monologue. I love it. Where were the cue cards? I mean, I'm, she's like from here to the camera for me, and I'm flipping. I'm like, why is she doing this? So afterwards, I'm like, that was not very nice. Like, yeah. give me ten seconds, I would have had it done for sure. For but sure. But they have their timing, you know, the yeah, flyover, the, the fly national over anthem, and all that. So I understood, but. It was still fun. Yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, we won, so yeah. I'll take credit for yeah, that. I was say, maybe you'll be back. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. That is exactly what it is, by the way. They yeah. have, like, an itinerary oh, yeah. by the second. Yes. Yeah. And you probably are the one that threw the flyover a little off because it was a couple oh, seconds late. That was by far the best flyover was unbelievable. I've ever been a part of. I mean, that thing was coming in. They were coming I in. I thought hot, it was like, hitting the light. Yeah. That like, was amazing. I thought the, guy, the one on the left yeah. was going to hit the light. And they were probably 200 feet above it. Yeah, I know it, no yeah. doubt, Dang. right? But uh, the crazy thing about that, that guy sang the fast, like if you're the over-under, um, he sang the fastest national anthem, I think, in the history of it was, TIAA yeah. Bank. And But they do that, they practice that. They time that out, they have somebody on. Like yeah. we've done stories on this before, how they time the, yeah. the, the fighter jets to come over. Yeah. Well, it was a fast national anthem. I don't know if it was faster than they practiced. But it was then probably there was because of me, they had to go faster. <laughs> he, he had to pick up the pace. Yeah. But then there were a few seconds delay, so we're like, ah, my 
must not be a flyover today. Yeah. And then, like the Why? best one ever. Really? Like, just because I think it was so unexpected. Are we talking, like, stealth? I mean, what, it was what, what four kind of fighter jets. That yeah, wasn't stealth. It was four fighter jets. Yeah, and like, it was low, man. or whatever. Nice. And they, I mean, it came in hot. Spared no expense for, uh, oh, yeah. for homecoming. I like Super that. loud. For homecoming. Well, but because yeah. I'm saying, I mean, some, you know, like, when they play the jets, you're probably getting, you know, like, two, I don't know, like, just helicopters. Like, prop like, planes medical. coming in. <laughs> you're probably going to get the Action News Jack's <laughs> helicopter just flying by <laughs> to try to save a little money. Now, the, all the guys, like, the... Uh, alumni guys that were on the field were all jacked up afterwards, like hitting each other. Like, oh my gosh, that was nice. amazing! So nice. it was by far the best uh, flyover I've been a part of. Now, did you did you have one of those smelling salts before your uh, before the do ball or not? Because that might have helped you. That could have well. helped me like should've, settle should've things down. Friend Rod, yeah, golly, Rod hooked you up a little bit. But how was it seeing everybody? It was great. Uh, I saw Potter was in town. Yeah. Zach Potter. I haven't seen him in a long time. It was good to see Zach. Yeah. Um, you know, Fred Taylor was there, Marcus Stroud. Nice. There were a lot of guys from, like, the 95, 96 season yep. that I had never met um, that I got to meet and hang out with, and and that was fun. And we all, you know, kind of know each other through just name and face but never really interact, so it was great. Cool. Now, was this similar – was it last year? Well, it wouldn't have been last year because of COVID. Two years ago, did they have, like, a big party? With the uh, alumni thing? Did you we guys typically do, yes. You typically do that? Yeah, every year, uh, probably for the past six years, other than last year, we do. Okay. And, I mean, you get some guys come in that, uh, you know, out of state and haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah, that's and great. It's great. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I mean, heck, I'm not sure you'll ever get Zach Miller down here because we have a hard time getting him even to call in the show. He's a busy man. I mean, he's making music. He's got a music career. It, it's always a neat story to see what other people are doing. That's why Austin's got to go, because people are like, you're doing what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, would, I would not want to fight you at any point, so That's hopefully you're on my side. Um, I'm the Iceman uh, in the in the corner. He says he, has, he hasn't been to a fight yet, so I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah, we need to go. I know. Well, this one's in. I'll be the Vaseline guy. Just come. I was going to say, that's what I want to ask you. Like, what do yeah. you want? You want the Vaseline? I'll do now, that. I don't put any pressure on you, but this happened in the past. I saw during a fight where the Vaseline guy accidentally poked the fighter's eye. Oh, boy. And, like, yeah, it didn't end well. So just don't poke my <laughs> eyes. Punch it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because, you know, like, you're getting close to the eyebrow and everything, and that finger accidentally hit the retina a little bit and messed up the fighter's eyes. So I don't need that. Do you uh, do the eye. Vaseline? Oh, yeah. Got to. Is the... Uh, isn't there like a sh like a metal thing too that they? Yeah, it's use? like a cold metal yeah, iron so or something. That's what that's for swelling. That's like between the rounds. The, the Vaseline gets put on before the fight. That's before. So the that's fight, so yeah. it like glances off you or Correct. whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. That is the purpose of it. Yeah, because um, it helps prevent cuts. Because you know, if you're talking about like a leather glove, I mean, against like some dry skin. Oh you know, yeah, that, yeah. That's gonna, gonna have rip some friction. Yeah, yeah. You know, rip your skin. We put Vaseline on your eyebrows, your nose, and everything. Those punches kind of glance off. Them. We got a big fight coming up. I mean, we. We got a big fight this coming up a, November 21st. Let me get my Vaseline ready. Right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, we might, be, we're, might, we might be putting together a little watch party for this fight. Okay. So I'm you down. better come out. Uh, in November 21st. Nice. Around 8 o'clock. It's on a Sunday. Sorry it's on Sunday after Sorry. the Jags beat the 49ers. Ooh. I mean, we're making a day of this. To have that on Sunday. But, uh, but it's, in, uh, it's in Houston. In Houston, yes. Yeah. So he, he wonders why we haven't been in a fight. He fights like in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> on like a Jags game day. Send us that private jet. We'll come right <laughs> oh, over. Yeah, no problem, Josh. I'll <laughs> get that for you. Uh, let's uh, check in with Captain Rick Riles, Florida Sportsman Fishing Report. Uh, we are live at Top Golf. What's happening, Rick? How we doing? How do you like that Top Golf place, Brent? Uh, I love it. It's awesome. Uh, We're here uh, every Tuesday. Come on up. 
I, I used to play a whole lot of golf, and I, I uh, gave it up because uh, I was spending too much time fishing. And I, I went there recently, and, you know, you hit six or eight balls, and they fly all over the place. And then I hit a sweet one and thought, oh, boy, you better not do that again. You'll be putting your fishing rods away. So I'm staying away from that place. <laughs> I, hey, I would love to know today. the. I would love to know how many people here actually play golf, like not that come many. visit. Yeah, not I too don't many know. That, that come visit. Uh, yeah. I've seen some of these swings. <laughs> All right, tell, tell us about the fishing. I've seen plenty of balls right down there at the bottom of the tower, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, you know, we had too much wind for the boats to get offshore today, so everybody was inshore, and a lot of the guys were fishing the big reds in the channel. And the big reds in the channel clearly on the move with the bait migration. The shrimp are pulling out. Um, most of the shrimp have probably left the river by now with the amount of rainfall that we had storm. And the big reds are chasing after them. They will soon be uh, showing up just south of South Jetty once they leave the river. All right, tomorrow should start our surf fishing back. The surf's starting to lay down at least a little bit. We've still got a big storm well offshore that is kicking up a really big ground swell. So... Uh, you're going to need a good Sputnik sinker, but maybe tomorrow, if not then Thursday, guys will be able to get back in the surf. Redfish are biting good along the roll down in the intercoastal waterway, and there are some on the flats even in this muddy water. So things should be getting better from here on out for the rest of the week. Brent, we'll just have to keep an eye on it and see. But one thing you can count on, we'll be back tomorrow with another fishing report brought to you by Workmix Quick Fix Plumbing and CSS Landscaping, who wants you to know they are now hiring employees. Thank you, Brent. Thanks, Captain Rick. Appreciate it. Uh, Florida Sportsman Fishing Report each and every day. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 and on Saturday morning, 7 a.m. on ESPN 690. Tuesdays at Top Golf continue. Brent Morton, Austin Lane, Josh Scobie, Casey Kurtz here on a Tuesday. We go around the NFL. Josh has never done this before. Uh oh, better buckle those seatbelts, Josh. All Get right. ready. About to go down. Hope you can handle. Hope it. you did your homework. We forgot to ask you to do it, but hope you did it. Yeah. I haven't done homework in a long time. <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah, just shoot off my notes. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that should work. We'll be back on ESPN 690. Yeah, I think I turned to a traveling corner this year. So uh, they, pick, they pick a number and uh, follow where we go. Sideline, locker room, bathroom, where we go. <laughs> it's pretty much a thing now. <laughs> That's Shaq Griffin. I'll tell you what, it's good to see the defense play well because most of the time the defense has the personality of the football team. Yeah. You know, guys like Shaq Griffin, if you're playing well, you can have a lot of fun with that guy. I and mean, we have him on Jaguars Hall Access each and every Thursday. He's very good. Yeah. But, I mean, he has this, like, just energy about him, you know, and this kind of, like, bubbly personality. Like, it's, and when you win, you can showcase that stuff. Mm -hmm. Hard to do that, you know, when you're one and six. As the guy who said the first two ball. Or one and seven, whatever I said. <laughs> who knows? But, yeah, I was, you know, I've listened to some uh, press conferences from defensive guys since Sunday, and Josh Allen was speaking about it and just saying how he believes whenever their defense is playing well that they can, they can handle any offense in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And that, that just goes to show you how much confidence you can gain from one game. Yep. And it might be just enthusiasm, false confidence, whatever you want to call it, but that's that's just what can happen from one good play, one good game, and a player like him making the plays that he did. Well, the, think about it now, right? They, get, they beat a team like Miami. Miami's not very good. 
And so to say the things like, hey, yeah, we think we can win. We think we can be great. We think all this stuff. It's like, okay, you beat a team that had one win at the time, mm -hmm. you know, and hardly snuck by Houston the other day. Now you go the other end of that spectrum. You say, we beat the number one scoring offense and number one scoring defense in the game. And even if it was just a one Sunday, and if you had to play five times, you probably wouldn't beat them again, maybe, right? Well, so now you can use that as a measuring stick, to your point, and say, we can hang with the best. And they've showed evidence of that. Cincinnati, when they got off to a good start, Jags, like, dominated Cincinnati for a first half. Yeah. Like, dominated them. And still lost by a walk-off field goal. Arizona is, by record, the best team in the NFL. And they're... They, you can argue they played them just as good, if not better, than anybody this year other than the one loss. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, they're up 19 to 10 with three minutes to go. You know, I think that's what any defense or any offense needs is the reassurance. It's that the hard work that you're putting in and buying into the philosophy, you know, actions speak louder than words. You, you can talk about how you're going to be a great defense, but we go actually go out there and actually show what you're capable of. Yeah, th that boosts your confidence up like you won't believe. And I think that's going to carry over now, hopefully, the rest of the season. Now, once again, I mean, you have to string these together. It was just one good performance. Can you go to Indianapolis, who's a different team, a little more dynamic in the run game as well, and can you shut them down? If you can, now we're really talking about having some confidence and kind of snowballing into a better defense. Brent Wartno, Austin Lane, Josh Scobie, Casey Kurtz here on a Tuesday. We call it Tuesdays from Top Golf. We do it every Tuesday. Josh joins us from 5 until 6 p.m. Uh, the people behind us are now gone. Uh, but how about that? I mean, yep. Josh Josh was like... Josh was having, giving some good advice. He, well, he was trying. I didn't know if they were getting in a fight at first. He actually, like, asked the guys, like, why are you setting up to the golf ball like that? Yeah. Like, he was like, why are, what are you doing? Yeah. He didn't like my <laughs> criticism, my constructive <laughs> criticism, that is. Uh, yeah. That's the fun part about coming up here is you see so many different golf swings, and you wonder, like, how people don't actually fall off the third... <laughs> level here <laughs> when they well, swing. Well, there's a safety net. That right ready to, to catch them. Longer. Sure, because sure. Because some of these people look like they could die at any moment <laughs> when they swing. And put, put on the first level. He was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of them. They actually, I'm going to give some advice here to Top Golf. They need to, when people come in, it's like, all right, swing one time. We're going to base this off where we're putting it. <laughs> Let me just see what you're working yeah. with. See yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's this red line level one and then there's level your two, line level three <laughs> you know <laughs> that's actually probably Sign not a bad your idea insurance uh, policy here yep. unless you might want to take a breathalyzer as well to figure out <laughs> <laughs> that might make it better <laughs> uh, and and also we learned that there's a little guy over here yeah and the kid's name is Bo Jackson that's pretty cool that's Bo awesome. Jackson Gordon Bo Jackson Gordon Bo that's Jackson. pretty awesome -E -U. yeah I like that Bo Jackson I like that that's why hopefully they found him I, I mean he was not in the stroller. <laughs> That's well, what I was the, worried about. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's probably playing another sport right now. <laughs> Golf wasn't for him. He's probably running routes or something right Bo now. Bo knows. Yeah, Bo, Bo knows, knows man. <laughs> Hopefully they know where Bo is. Uh, all right, let, Casey, let's do it around the NFL. We'll see how good Josh is at this game. Okay. Uh, see if he did any of his homework. See if he's been watching the Golf Channel or the NFL Network. Google. <laughs> it's not really a game, and it's not very complicated. You just give your opinion and tell Brent and Austin why they're wrong. So we'll start here. Uh, taking the Jags out, the more surprising win was what? Denver over Dallas in Dallas, Tennessee over the Rams in L.A., or the Browns beating the Bengals by 25? Uh, I think it's easy, Denver. I mean, I, I looked up that score. Was it 30 to nothing at one time? Did not see that coming uh, by the Denver Broncos a couple days after they trade away Von Miller. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that's... That would be my number one. But also, I mean, 
Cleveland beating Cincinnati by that much. Yeah. That's a that's a big win for them. I mean, Cincinnati, I, they might be pretenders at this point right now, but they're still a really good team. Yeah, I'm also taking Denver, I think, um, just because the way Dak looked. You know, I mean, Dak was out last week. He comes back, and it looked like he hadn't thrown a football in over a year. He just, he was rusty. Offense was not clicking, and, you know, the second half, they got together a little bit, but not a good look for the Dallas Cowboys, especially at home. Cooper Rush time, Casey. It, it might be. Go back to Cooper Rush. What a moment. That'd be a lot of money on the bench for Dak Prescott. Uh, another surprising win would be the Falcons, who beat the Saints in New Orleans. Did the Saints make a mistake not trying to replace Jameis with anything other than Trevor Simeon? Austin, uh, take it away. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think Trevor Simeon was ever the guy that was going to lead him to the promised land. Um, you know, I think Taysom Hill could be suited better for what Peyton's trying to do with that offense but you saw a giant step back from losing Jameis Winston and going to Trevor Simeon and I'm not sure if it's going to get better keep in mind Michael Thomas out for the season now Alvin Kamara can only do so much so yeah I think they definitely need a B12 shot in the form of you know, a free agent quarterback I don't know if you go like a Cam Newton route or something but they need something different man yeah they definitely need someone that can throw the ball because their <laughs> their system is made for throwing the ball and not uh, a versatile running quarterback. So probably don't go get Blake Bortles is what I was going to say. Oh, uh, Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. No, I mean, I'm just saying, those guys are not like what you would say is just drop back 40 times and throw. But don't you think, like, Peyton's got the ego on him like where he wants to make a Taysom Hill type work, too? I think he does. Where it's I think like, I'm so talented as an offensive play caller where I can make anything work. But when does reality set in that you're, like, right in the middle of all this in the division? Well, you know, yeah. lost in that is that Atlanta somehow found a way to come back, but they are seriously the king of blowing games. I mean, well, them in Minnesota. Because it was 24 to 6 in that game until they came back and kicked the field goal right at the end. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think they need it. They're not going places with Trevor Simeon, but they missed the deadline unless they go get Odell Beckham Jr. Does he land in New Orleans? And maybe he helps that offense out, Casey. We'll see. No news on OBJ yet, but uh, speaking of Blake Bortles, maybe the Green Bay Packers should have put him in. They lose 13 to 7 to the Chiefs. Jordan Love did not look good. Are you more surprised that Jordan Love was bad against a horrible Chiefs defense or the fact that Kansas City now can't score points either? I think it's still about Kansas City not being able to score. Now, Green Bay's defense is better than people think. They, people think Aaron Rodgers and this offense, their defense has been sound for a while now. Even last year, they, they did so well because of their defense many times. Uh, but I think uh, this Chiefs, the fact that the Chiefs can't figure it out, the fact that your guy, Austin Lane, Andy Reid, who you love and everybody loves and says so, so good, hasn't made an adjustment is really alarming at this point. I mean, I guess it comes down to what you want the adjustment to be, though. Well, I don't know. Mahomes He's the one just, paid. No, no, I got you, but like Mahomes just does not look like himself this year for whatever reason. Um, you know, and we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago, where before when Mahomes just kind of scramble and just kind of throw up these hail marys, if you will, yeah, Tyreek Hill's coming down with it, or, or, or Travis Kelsey's coming down with it. This year, when he gets out of the pocket, he's not comfortable. Their interceptions, their turnovers, their their bad decisions, and we're not accustomed to seeing that from uh, from Patrick Mahomes. So. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the solution would be. I'm definitely more concerned about uh, Mahomes and this Chiefs offense than I am about Jordan Love, though. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I Captain up my notes. Yep, I like it. Be more, more concerned with Kansas City. Uh, I mean, 
as we know how good Patrick Mahomes is, uh, I mean, when he's scrambling around, I mean, he's the best in the league, but he just looks different. And I saw a stat earlier that I think they were averaging 4.5 yards a play last game. Um, and, I mean, that's low Jeez, yeah. for them. And that offense works whenever he's doing his his random plays and scrambling around. But it's only good until it's not. And right now it's not. Remember when uh, I'll give you a golf uh, uh, correlation here. Tiger Woods for so long, he'd, he'd show up at a golf course and he'd scare the hell out of the competitors, right? Sure. And so he almost had like a three-shot lead by the time everybody teed off. Then Tiger went away for a bit, the injuries, all the stuff. He comes back, and it wasn't there anymore. It wasn't like this, oh, my gosh, that's Tiger. You had all these young kids staring him down. Well, the Chiefs the last few years have been that team that they walk in into the stadium, and they're up 7 to nothing because your game plan exists around try, how do we score 40 because that's what we're going to need even if we think we're good on defense. Well, that is gone. Like, there is just not that right now. There's not that about the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, whatever. Uh, and now they're just very normal. I mean, they are a very normal team uh, right now in the NFL, Casey. Well, a team that did win with a backup QB was the Arizona Cardinals, but they also won without Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, and I will say Chase Edmonds since he went out after the first play. So, yeah, Colt McCoy who is apparently still in the NFL, threw for 249 yards. James Conner continues to score touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. But after the Cardinals lost to the Packers, it feels like they've gone away from, like, the undefeated media cycle of they're a great team. But it appears they still are. How good are they actually? I think they're pretty good because I think their defense is good. I, that's what I keep saying. I think people talk Kyle Murray and Kingsbury and all this stuff, but I think their defense is outstanding and can change games even with J.J. Watt out for the year. So that's where I think their strength is. And when you have that, you can stay in almost any game. I think the bigger story coming out of that game is Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco still can't get it done. I mean, they got outcoached. Kingsbury outcoached them and doing that with Colt McCoy. And we're seeing a lot of bad coaching right now. Zimmer. Uh, Dable, who used to be like the, the, you know, everybody's favorite next head coach candidate, wasn't good on Sunday. The enemy and, and Reed, they're doing nothing, yeah. you know. And I think Kyle Shanahan is maybe at the head of that class right now. Uh, really not doing much in San Francisco. T to me with the Cardinals, you're talking about the most underrated thing maybe in, in the NFL right now, and that is the ability to run the ball for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, even when Chase Edmonds, Chase Edmonds goes out, you bring in James Conner, and he has a field day. This team can run the football. We don't talk about it enough because you have guys like Kyler Murray, A.J. Green, and DeAndre Hopkins that command attention in the pass game. But this team is super balanced in terms of playing complementary football, passing and running. And if you're a defensive coordinator, that keeps you up at night because you don't know where they're going to attack you from. We yeah, should just they're, do a good kicker or a bad kicker on Arizona. <laughs> They have a kicker for Arizona. Didn't even know they attempted field goals there. They just scored a touchdown. But they're a good team. I think once Kyler Murray's back, uh, I mean, they're going to be rolling, and especially whenever they get their receivers back too. But they're they're going to be a team that goes deep in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, we we saw them, and we almost beat them somehow uh, here in Jacksonville. But um, I think they're going to be a team that's going to be contending for um, NFC Championship and possibly Super Bowl. Yeah, that could be. Uh, hey, was our bet, by the way, eight wins or over eight wins? Uh, I think it was eight wins. I'll we'll have to double check on that. Uh, I, I just want to see if I'm I still I don't think it really matters. I think I won that bet already. I think so I get to nine. Gonna need you to concede that bet. Right? I'm not conceding. Gonna need you to concede that bet, no, sir. This is like the 2000. Imagine Brett Martin saying election. that the Cardinals wouldn't win eight games this season. Easy money tour. said that before the season? Yeah, before the season. Yeah. It's one of our bets that we have. Oh. Easy, easy money tour for me. All right, uh, Casey, we got another one or are we going? 
We got rapid fire, so quickly. Uh, the Raiders now go. Josh, the, the, Josh, there's a shot clock now, so you got to okay, get in, get out. Yeah, yeah there is you a go first. There is a buzzer that could go off on you. Uh, <laughs> Raiders go to New York. They lose to the Giants. Uh, is it a tough trip to make, or is all the stuff finally catching up with them? I think it's all finally catching up with them. Uh, I mean, it's hard to lose your head coach over everything that happened, that's for sure. Austin Lane. Yes. I think it's finally catching up to them as well. I mean, the, you have a team right now that the culture seems to be lacking. You let go, you know, of Henry Ruggs, obviously, but then you lose another player. What's that? Dude? Yeah, thank you. Um, it's just the, it's a lot going on. Now, yeah, you have the guys a lot that can overcome that, but eventually it will always catch up to you. Yeah, I'm a believer that the Raiders, I, I don't know if they get that flustered from all this stuff. That's a lot going on in their locker room. I understand. I think this was kind of a an NFL game sometimes. I mean, the Raiders, Derek Carr did not play well. He's been playing really good football. And the Giants have actually found themselves on defense a bit. They're in every game. They don't usually know how to win and close out a game. They close this one out. They got a big pick six against Derek Carr. So I, I think the Raiders are still around this thing for a long time to come. I don't think it's a shock to their system, uh, but we'll see. Only two two lost teams in the AFC, the Titans and the Ravens. Who's better? Oof. That's a weird. You know, uh, how about this stat? Did you see the Ravens are one and no, are three and one this year when trailing by double digits at halftime? I mean, that's nuts. Like, are they as good as they're? Are they just pulling these things out? You know, and they find a way to win. And Tennessee kind of feels that way too. You know me. I look at Tennessee. They've won the last month. I just don't see what's good. Like, what's so good about them? Yeah. But they know how to win, and you got to give them credit. Yeah, I think Tennessee is a good team. Obviously. The loss of Derrick Henry for the next however long that's got to impact them, right? It, that's a huge impact. So right now, I think Baltimore is the better team. I mean, anytime you have Lamar Jackson on the field and you're down and you need him to make a play, he's going to make the play. And uh, right now, I mean, if I'm putting money on it, it would be on Baltimore to go farther in the uh, playoff picture. Yeah, I'm going to side with Baltimore as well. But Tennessee's defense is playing a lot better than they, they start the season, and that could be the difference maker, especially when you lose a guy like Derrick Henry for. You know, possibly the whole entire season. So I'm taking Baltimore, but the Tennessee defense is helping them keep them in it. Yeah, I never answered the question. I would take Baltimore, too. Uh, I just don't trust Tennessee. I, I think they're a team that they just rolled off a lot of wins. I think they could also lose, like, four out of five. I hope so. Uh, yeah, I would I, love for well, them to lose four and, out of five. Some of that yeah, kind of yeah. enters my mind, too. I hate Titans. So maybe I'm just rooting for that <laughs> to happen. Uh, and we're rooting for Calais. Go ahead, Calais. Yeah, you can you keep go. winning out there. All right, let's take a break. Tuesdays from Top Golf rolls on. One more segment here on a Tuesday edition of Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Josh Scobie. You celebrate Austin Lane's birthday, number 34, for 15 more minutes. That's <laughs> it on ESPN 690. Well, I'll let y'all buy with my performance. Um, I feel like I did really good. Oh, that forced fumble. If anybody seen it, you gotta make sure that's on the stat sheet. I got that ball out. But um, no, um, I feel like I did a um, phenomenal job. Um, him as well. Um, that's someone who I got a lot of respect for. Um, he'll, he'll tell you himself, you know, uh, you know, a couple players coming up to him, and I love your game. There's something that you know I've been battling this guy, you know, since I got into the league. So I got much respect and uh, you know, I love going against him. So yeah, I feel like my performance is really good. But uh, I'll let you guys, you know, run some stuff on media, and uh, I'll see what y'all put. <laughs> that's Shaq Griffin. Don't read everything out there. Listen, if Shaq reads everything, I think he'll hear, or if he listens to us on this show on ESPN 690, <laughs> he'll hear, hey, Shaq Griffin's been playing good football this year. Yeah. And uh, that's why he wants that stat of a forced fumble next to his name because he hasn't had the picks. But 
he's played really well. A good matchup against Stephon Diggs. Uh, you know, this week. Probably taking Michael Pittman. He'd probably take Pittman on as a physical receiver who's <laughs> coming on as a, as a really a good receiver in the NFL that looks like a good pick, especially T.Y. Hilton's hurt, like, all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, where'd you play golf today, Josh Kobe? At the home course, the Deerwood Country Club. Yeah, so. did you play well? I did not. I did not play particularly well today, but I have a broken pinky toe, so I'm going to... Gutsy performers today, yeah, though, it, huh? it was really like the Michael Gutsy. Jordan flu game. Yeah, man. It was... I had no, to I gut you, out this golf game Like, trying today. to push that gas pedal on that golf cart, man? It couldn't be oh, the best? Luckily, my right foot took care of that. Oh, left okay. foot, Left foot was just for bracing, so... <laughs> yeah. But Do you really have a broken pinky toe? Yeah, it's none of your business, but it was <laughs> it was a really he, he tough about accident it. where the door jam got right in my way where I was walking. <laughs> so <laughs> so actually, a few people know that you did the first Duval on Sunday with a broken pinky toe. I know. Gutsy, I'm telling you. It's, it's been a, like a week of gutsy performances. <laughs> I, I played a charity golf event yesterday that my team won. With a broken pinky toe. Nice. <laughs> Did the Duval with a broken pinky toe. Uh, you know, I'm just going to... I mean, if you end up going. on Golf Channel with the broken pinky toe, then you're doing something. Oh, my gosh. They they would love to have me on there just to talk <laughs> about the ad adversity I've been through. <laughs> the, uh, you're on some kind of run on these charity tournaments. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, if you're out there, don't invite Scoby to the charity tournament unless yeah. it's pay unless really you a win. nice check yeah. because yeah. he's winning all of them. I think I, I played in probably 15 this year. I've won 14 of them, or I've only lost one, I should say. Jeez. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It's I'm on a tear, man. <laughs> I mean, I would say so, man. Yeah. The door tried to stop me, but I did not let it. I, wow. Speaking of that broken pinky, I uh, so I, I played golf today for the first time in a while, walked he was complaining how sore And I am sore. Yeah. Like, walking is no fun. I am sore. <laughs> Just a show of gutsy performance and, all day. So it's unbelievable and, here. Like, so I really don't know what going through the table is going to be like. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about that? No. Brent's going through a table. What? Did you lose a bet? I did, what, yeah. Did? I said I'd go through a table if the Jags beat the Bills. Womp womp. This one right here. <laughs> yeah. Nice granite. <laughs> granite countertop. No. I like that. This one. I like that. Uh, the difference here is he's going to slam me through a table. Yeah, slam through it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I got to be I don't know if that. I love that. I didn't think of the consequences. So it was yeah. kind of a hasty decision. I yeah. probably would have made that same bet to take. It was like 14-point dollars. Come on. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Tuesdays from Top Golf. That's uh, Austin Lane, Josh Kobe. Happy birthday, man. Thank Happy you, man. Birthday. Appreciate it. I'm Brad Marshall for Casey Kurtz as well. We'll see you on TV tonight. CBS 47, Fox 30. And back at it tomorrow from Intuition Ale at 3 o'clock on ESPN 690. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.